Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, podcast number 144. I'm Alex and this week I'm joined by Stuart Reed. Hello there. Top Vance. Hello. Creeper. Hello. And Keza. <laughs> Hi, uh, I felt under pressure to do a funny voice. Didn't See, it's I like good. that it's one. It's good. Oh, yeah. hey. Top Vance. Top Vance. <laughs> uh, Shut up. On, What's that even mean? On what does it mean? On this week's podcast we are going to be talking about Tom Cruise's latest trailer. Uh, some news, but first we've got uh, Nintendo's new console, the 3DS XL. Well done. Yeah, well done. Been playing Thoughts? with it this week. It sounds like a little horse. It's pretty big, isn't it? <laughs> what? You're going to have to explain that Sorry. to me, Sorry. Sorry. Uh, what do you think then? So Keza and Daniel, you did the unboxing. Yeah. We did. We tried very hard to make it more interesting than it actually was. We were just taking something out of a box. I know. It's a but bit it's, manual. It's, it's one of those gaming rituals, isn't it? It's one of those like gaming media rituals, taking stuff out of boxes and on the front of a So camera. what you're saying is all the thousands of people that have watched our unboxing video are wasting their time. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Do you know what? People like love it. consider ourselves reverse undertakers. Yes. I, th- I think he, they are. You mean grave robbers? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Birkin hair. Reverse grave diggers. They were wasting your time because you didn't even sniff the manuals. You literally just discarded them. Well, you've got the manual right in front I'm of you. Sniff them now. Live. live. On air. Oh. oh, my God. They are good manuals. Get away from that. But look at the size of the manual. They're nice. Why uh, is we, it we did point that, that big? It's got well, ten if, languages yeah, in it. We did point this out in the unboxing, Alex, if you watched it. Can we just do a line of AR cards? Eh? Just to perk ourselves up. I'll take Kirby. I just smell good though. Is it good? Yeah. Because I have a bang. Go on. Right. So anyway, what do you oh. think about it? It's big. As a console. It's a massive screen. That's kind of the point. It actually looks really good. I think. I think the building I think, hands down, it's the most beautiful handheld console out there at the moment. That is the most idiotic statement I have ever heard. I think it's a lovely little bit of kit. I think it looks really nice. on an HP laptop. This is a good point Alex has just made. When the DS Lite came out, it was beautiful and sexy and it looked like a MacBook. Yeah. What do you say? You're a assuming business the laptop. Like <laughs> sexy. I think it's not. I love that grey map. I'm finish. taking it to Gamescom. I'm going to write, do all my writing on it. I'm going to record the podcast on it. <laughs> I but think I, the, the 3D effect, like the top screen, when you have the 3D up, it looks lots better. It does, because actually. Because it's bigger. Yeah. It still yeah. suffers from you know the really narrow sweet spot. Yeah, but you know that's, mm, yeah. that's inherent, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's inherent. It's a problem with and the technology. It's not a really high-definition screen, is it? No, no but it, it looks nice. It looks like a, it, it kind of reminds me of a SNES, not in a bad way, in a good way. Like the way it kind of, the, the pixels are larger and it looks kind of, you know, nice and... Pixely? Sprite-y. When <laughs> It does look pixely. Uh, that, uh, when I put Mario 3D like that, yellow oh, opening okay. screen, just looks amazing. It's yeah. so bright. So it's bright. Lovely. Um, yeah, I love it. But no I think, charger. The big talk, I know, that's the big talking point. No charger. Well, it does, in, the US, nerds in the US, it does come with a charger, we've been informed, because that's small enough to fit in the box. But in the oh. UK, the charger's too big. Is that what it is? Book. Apparently, yeah. Oh, I thought it was because there's all these new um, laws coming out over here about how everything's got to be USB-based. So oh, you really? Yeah. It could also be that. What's that going to mean for the iPhone, just to tangentially? Well, they are basically going to say, fuck you, we're going to go ahead with our own connector. We're the biggest company in the world, fuck Yeah, you. fuck you. Does everything yeah. have to have micro USB now, then? Micro or mini, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most phones do have them, but uh, Apple famously haven't. Though. Famously. Famously. Mm. I'm always thinking, I'm always talking about it. Are you? Yeah. Um, but you, Daniel, you've got 12 DS chargers at home. Yeah, that was a what? bit of just, ad- what? It, it goes ad- home and showers in them. It was a bit <laughs> of an ad-lib during the unboxing video. I made a very sort of um, off-the-cuff remark. Went, oh, it's fine. Everybody's got DS chargers lying around. I've got 12 of them. And everyone just thinks I'm some massive twat on the internet. Like, well, hedonistic. Yeah, everybody thinks that anyway. <laughs> like, though. hedonism bot from Futurama, just like rolling like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> in DS chargers. Well, that makes more sense as to why we can never find one in the office. Yeah, you just hoard them all. just take them up. Although, when I was at home with, you know, the broken leg, which I haven't mentioned, I was uh, <laughs> hopping about without my crutches. I hopped onto a pl- upturned plug. Oh. Did you muscle, fall over? Which is more painful than breaking my leg. Did you fall over? Yes, onto a sofa. Wow. Brilliant. I took an upturned plug to the foot. Oh, that is just harsh. That's, that's unfair. That's I, like I, an I feel your episode pain. episode of 999. Yeah, I keep telling people. With Michael like, Burke. Mm. Like, mm. 
Can we recreate it? Did 999 it? get rebranded into something more exciting? 999. Yeah, they call it Yes, Yes, Yes over here. No, 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 no. That doesn't work. Oh, that guy, forget that. Here's, but look, not only... <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know been drinking not only are we missing loads of ds charges but what the f- where's all, where's all the gear going in the office oh, yeah. in, somebody's somebody walked in this morning somebody's monitor's missing and somebody's gone mad at the back of mad will's computer and unplugged the whole you know, lot you know what my theory is what's that it's a slender man ah. oh don't talk about someone's it. drank all that vodka in that bottle in the bottom of your drawer as well haven't they tom's ruined yes. my segue yeah we've been playing slender does anybody want to sniff this manual it's really good I'll have a go yeah. while he's talking about Slender. So we've been playing Slender, haven't we, Daniel? Yes, we've had What's, What is it? Just to explain to people out there who might not know. Alex what? is having a little moment with the man. That's a good hit. It's going to be a good podcast from here on in. <laughs> my eyes are um, going to roll into the back of my head. Choke on his own vomit. Called, is it called Slender or Slender? Oh, um, it's called Slender, sorry. And it's um, a download. Uh, it's a free indie game. It's a little horror game. And it's not PC really, game. Yeah, it's on Mac as well. Is it on Mac? It's on those Macintoshes. Mm. Um, Alex thinks the graphics look rubbish. (laughs) (laughs) You don't shoot enough stuff. Alex shouldn't be listened to, I don't think. I should. I'm the voice of reason. So what is you find yourself with um, at night in a forest with a flashlight and you've got to collect pages of a manuscript. But the pages have have awful things written on them. Yeah, like... He watches but can't see. He has no eyes. Awful things written on them, like like a Keza review. He has been drinking (laughs) lots. Um, But the Slender Man was kind of an internet meme that got fleshened. Fleshened? Fleshed out. (laughs) So where did did this meme come from originally? Does anybody know? Um, It was um, created on a forum. 4chan, wasn't it? It was on um, Something Awful Forums. And there was Mm. um, a forum called Create Paranormal Images. So people were generating their own sort of um, urban legends. So the Slender Man is a tall man in a black or grey suit, red or black tie, white shirt, no eyes or mouth, or clearly defined facial features. Never knows then. Um, I don't know. Sounds a bit like Michael Jackson. He's between six and fifteen foot tall. So as you collect these manuscript what? pages of a manuscript, um, the Slender Man starts to appear. I won't say much more than that. Mm. So how it's long very is the game? Scary. Which is is how long you can survive for and how many pages you can collect. So if you get all eight pages, something's going to happen, but we don't... Yeah, and as you collect pages, more and more things happen and the music becomes more and more disturbing. And we played it in the middle of the office. Me, I was was on the mouse and Stu and Kez were watching. And middle of the office, uh, office broad daylight, and it terrified us. (laughs) I couldn't get to sleep last night because I kept thinking about Slender Man. This is why I don't ever look at scary things, films, games, whatever, because... It gets to that stage where you're almost asleep, and then my brain's like, "Ooh." I think one of the reason man. why it really disturbs me is the thing that I find most scary out of all the horror films I've watched is not the blood and gore; it's the image of Michael Myers watching Laurie Strode, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, in Halloween when she's walking down the lane in the middle of the day, and he pops out from the hedge and he just stands there, and it's just this inhuman patience that you can't reason with him, you can't run away, you can't bargain with him; he will just get you, and he will just watch you. And he's implacable. It's scaring me now. Yeah, mm. that's pretty freaky. You've seen that image, which is off the thing, and there he is hiding. Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. It's the same thing. It's Can just, I see? Yeah. It's not something oh, jumping yeah. out as much as something just patiently stalking you. There's a brilliant scene in. You've, have you seen Rosemary's Baby? Yes. There's a really great scene in that where she's uh, she's on in. I don't, I don't think it's a spoiler because the film's forty years old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's on the she's in the foreground of the shot uh, on the phone, absolutely terrified. And then, without warning, this guy just walks across the back of the shot, yeah. and it's just it just makes you go, "Oh my god!" It's just that's genuinely disturbing. Yes, in a way that something horrendously horrendously bloody. Yeah, or, or like a really loud. Like, I tell you, it's the really loud musical cues. Yeah, that that are just there. You know, it's really quiet, and then all of a sudden, just the orchestra lets loose with a really piercing shrieking that's noise. And you just think that's just rubbish. When we saw, um, uh, what was that Insidious. film? Uh, Insidious. Yeah, um, James yeah, um, James Wan. Wan and Lee Whannell were there, and although they're sort of their brand of horror, so they made Saw and they made uh, Insidious and a few other things. Yeah. It's quite kind of it's almost cheap, but actually when you watch Insidious, they're very they're like we don't do fake scares, we don't yeah. Have the thing Insidious is con- because everything that we do is genuinely scary, and we don't try and trick people. I into thought being obviously scared. Insidious is them reacting to the th- kind of the, the legacy of their Saw movie. Yeah, like the kind of torture porn that yeah. kind of um, 
it spawned. So Insidious like calls back much more to like like classic sort of black and white horror, like The Haunting. Yeah, and those kind mm. of scares. And although it doesn't really sort of marry up in the last sort of final third, like, yeah. it's, it, it has some genuinely terrifying yeah. moments in it. It's brilliant. If you haven't seen it, check it out. I wonder if there are any other memes that would make for good kind of indie games. Oh, they do get made into them, like the, the pedo bear. Peter Molly Jam. Pedo Bear's got several games. <laughs> there's, 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 there's a game where you have to run around just collecting as many children as you can. It's pretty, pretty simple. <laughs> Is that what Molly News working on? <laughs> there's the Molly Jams. Why? There's, there's the, there's no, the, the, I'll just... There are, there's this meme no. Peter Molyder who is um, oh, that's probably he's a parody account of Peter uh, Molyneux on Twitter duh. who used to yeah like isn't it, isn't it yeah. number two, two. yeah and uh, he basically his Twitter account used to tweet just random stuff like imagine if you were shooting the gun but the gun had feelings too I, he, was, he, he did had, a great one the other day imagine you're a mirror ball in a disco and you roll around to collect new disco tunes <laughs> that's not a bad that's game. The thing. Like so that. people actually started. They, they 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 had these events called the Molly Jams, where people just turned up and made games based on this stuff. And uh, so basically, a meme, several memes turned into games. Then it was pretty cool. Of quite cool little games. Well, the thing is, I suppose a meme's quite a good um, bankable property because mm. it's recognisable. Mm. It's like a, it's, it's almost like adapting a recognised IP. Yeah, I'd like to do. I'm a shark. Fuck you. Where you just have to kind of. Fly out of the of the <laughs> sea as far as you can and go fuck you. <laughs> Connect game. Yeah. <laughs> can somebody build that? Need your own little trampoline. <laughs> somebody build that for us for next week's podcast, please. That'd be great. Yes, we've got any talented coders. Excellent. There you go. And what else have we been up to, Tom? Uh, we went and saw the movie Ted, which is the. Well, uh, you new... guys might have gone and seen the movie well, Ted. Well, the, the important ones. Um, <laughs> so what we went and saw. Yeah, it's um, what's it called? Um, Seth MacFarlane. The man who made Family Guy, his new yeah. movie. It's really good. And it's really, really good. Really good. They're, it's good for a comedy that they haven't put all the best bits in the trailer. I always think the worst jokes are in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the trailer is bad compared to the film. Really? Because yeah. the trailer has put me off the film a bit. Yeah. The, yeah, the trailer's not representative off. of kind of how surreal and intertextual the actual movie is. It's okay. much more... Mental with family, yeah, because it's a really it's a totally surreal concept. It's a really cool concept that doesn't necessarily just mean cheap jokes, does it? There's yeah, all, and it's got it's got quite a lot of heart to it as well. And yeah, I mean, it, it, it holds kind of, no punches as well. Like some of the things that he says, yeah, there is there are some very close to the bone stuff in there. But um, I think it, uh, the way that it does have a very high concept, but you're totally with it right from the start. The way they set it up is perfect, and there's not one moment in that film where I thought. That's a little CGI character. I'm not buying that. This little bear has got a life of its own. It's brilliant. Uh, a lot of, surely a lot's got to be uh, Mark Wahlberg's performance acting yeah, against the really bear good. as well, though, isn't it? Is he good in it? Yeah, he's really good in it. I like him. Yeah, he is good. I think mm. he's quite a good um, comedic, comedic actor. Yeah. Yeah. I because he plays it straight, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, I couldn't recommend him enough. Like, I think I must have laughed aloud like 25, 30 times. I think the, the closest film that's made me laugh as much in the cinema, and this is going back a bit, is Borat probably. It's probably the most belly laughs I've got from one film, and that's a long time It's got a now. really good hit rate, hasn't it? Yeah, really yeah, And good. you laugh a lot at films. And I've only seen a couple of films. It's great in next Christ. to Tom, isn't it? <laughs> You're just in there and just ha 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 ha. Yeah, it was like Avengers. It's like literally, it's like, what the fuck? Are you seeing a different film from me? No, I just love. I, I'm. I, yeah, I love. There's also seen a, a, a comedy film with a big audience. Yeah, like, there's like yeah. this collective. Oh, and they thing. really like, like, really infectious. We, it went down. We so were a well. bit worried that like it was going to be a bit shit because the PRs laid on beers and pizzas that you could take in and sit down with. Mm. So we were like, oh, it's going to be shit. They're just buttering <sighs> us up, but no, it was brilliant. Be- mm. Bex came with us. She came back with like five beers. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> just like that. She went, I didn't get a pizza. <laughs> just bargained for more beer. Isn't it sad though that we was we were going to have Seth MacFarlane on the podcast this week? Yeah, he's going to be on this week. Yeah. He's going to be on the right podcast. now. No, Maybe next time he'll be. I think he's back around the time that Ted's out, so hopefully we'll get him in. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah, and get well soon. Yeah, because he's not very well. No, yeah. apparently not. No. Anyway, this week's news uh, to start with: Call of Duty. Uh, the first footage of Call of Duty Online has just been revealed. Uh, it's the free-to-play microtransaction game that Activision has been working on. Uh, I think they announced it in a financial call uh, at the beginning of last year. And it's been developed by a uh, company called Tencent, and it looks all right. It's obviously based primarily at the Chinese market. Is it? Is it just for the Chinese market? I don't, uh, it's not being released uh, elsewhere. No, so yeah, Tencent have been but given the no. right to distribute the game in mainland China or like operator. But but I, that surely will come out elsewhere. What in other Asian regions? Well, I, like I don't see why it wouldn't come out. You know, yeah. anywhere well, I mean, that Call of Duty the retail package. I mean, EA have got. Battlefield free to play yeah, and Battlefield yeah. and Battlefield Heroes and yeah. lots. Of, I mean, seriously, they're they're free to play 
yeah. kind of strategy is huge. They've got loads of those games. But it's but the worry if you release it in the West that it slightly cannibalizes sales yeah, yeah, yeah. of yeah, Modern of Warfare. So, but in China, you know, Xbox doesn't sell as many units. So and also is, piracy. Yeah. Big problems. Why free to play is taken off so well in China. Yeah. But at the same time, like if if Battlefield can have all of these different versions of it existing, I think it just appeals to a different audience. People who love Modern Warfare 3 are still going to go and buy, you know, a, a retail package. Four. Or Modern Warfare 4, whatever you want to call it, yeah. I just think because um, the the experience is still going to be better than a free-to-play game. It, yeah. it just will. Like, the footage looked all right, but it didn't look as good as so, a... Yeah. Or as polished as a, a box copy, I didn't think. Yeah, and there's, like, maps in there from my previous Modern yeah, Warfare. Yeah, I think Modern Warfare 2 and yeah. um, one of the others, I forget which. Yeah. But you're more forgiving when it's free, aren't you? So. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's one of those things. I still, I don't think I've, well, I haven't so far, and I can't see myself ever spending money in a microtransaction game. I can't imagine that I'll get into it but so much. Well. Smurf berries. <laughs> What's that from? Oh, the little the Smurf game on iPhone. God, that joke probably would have worked if I knew what you were talking about. Sorry. Four people will be laughing their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> I got but you really can play free to play games without spending money. It's all about yeah, that, that you, five ten percent that spend the money, right? I think kind of. I, think I mean, you can, yeah. But I got addicted to a Korean fantasy golf game on the internet what called Panya. Wow. <laughs> And uh, I ended up spending. You are Scottish. I ended up spending really a lot of money on that. Well, it's because all my friends were playing it. How much? <laughs> Probably about 35 quid. Oh. Well, not like, no, not thousands. Yeah, but the way almost, you said it, I thought, yeah, literally. It. Well, I was, I was, was Korean golf. No, no, I didn't spend that much, but I, I bought a little caddy shaped like a paper bag with a cat face on it. And uh, <laughs> How I bought, much was that? It's all that was a, a fiver. Five yeah, <laughs> and I bought wings for my character and stuff, and it, it does get because it's like it's only like you know two pounds each or something, and you just kind of go, oh, maybe I'll buy some of those special balls that make it a little bit easier to putt because I'm having trouble on this course, or, and, and it, it's 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 horrible as well. It's all about the equipment and the accessories. I'm trying very hard to resist SimCity Social at the moment because lots of my friends are playing that as well, and I really really want to. And how does really that work to. on microtransactions? It defaults to the fifty pound package when you when you click on the buy crystals. It's like sixty four ninety nine. You're like, no, 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 that one. I'll buy two quid's worth. Thank you. But what do they give you? Uh, I don't know. I haven't played it. Okay. I've just looked at it and then run away. Crystal math in real life <clears throat> comes around gets, and delivers it. Gets for delivered. You. Yeah. Um, can you get it on a card? <laughs> Crystal math. <laughs> <laughs> you can get everything else. Waitrose. I don't, I don't reckon waitrose. So is China a big uh, gaming market then? Huge, but only for free-to-play. Because right. basically whenever they try and release normal games, normal retail games, they just get pirated to hell because there's no regulation. So um, like the PlayStation 2 was huge there, but no one bought any games because they all just played pirated. Was it actually the PlayStation 2 that was huge or did they do a kind of rip-off in the same way that they yeah. do all these rip-offs of Apple products and even have fake Apple stores on Chinese high street exactly <laughs> yeah so yeah exactly they probably just ripped off the PlayStation yeah. 2 put it in a different case because it's not exactly hard to make is it it's just a bit of solder yeah a bit yeah. of solder easy a couple of resistors that's it yeah. that's all it is a couple of Rizzlers 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 <laughs> let me roll you crystal meth Rizzlers no... <laughs> anything else anything else for the shopping list <laughs> <laughs> well you can just go reorder yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's not a lot of disposable income, but I mean, obviously, everyone's heard of the stories of like people dying in in cafes, in internet cafes. Like people love online gaming in China, and it's neglecting it's their huge. babies. Yeah, well, let, let's let's move away from that very depressing avenue mm. and just go that loads and loads of Chinese people really like playing games online. Anyway, so much they kill themselves. Oh. But when you think about how many Chinese people there are, oh, let's no, not go there. No, 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 no. But I wonder, percentage-wise how many people die in internet cafes compared with the rest of the world? Probably equivalent. Yeah. There you go then. See, it's a non-story. Probably. Non-story. <laughs> even, even if 1% of China were to play games, yeah. that is a massive, massive market. But I just, how do you get to the point where you play uh, a game for three days and forget to eat so much that you just go, shit, I'm dead? I guess your life must be pretty <laughs> terrible. I just... I can't imagine how bad your life would just, have to be. Yeah. Can I have a croissant... On the yeah. booth number three. You're in, a, you're in a cafe. cafe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you're in a cafe, a place that sells food. Pretty hard not to eat. See, I think there's 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 there could be a little game there where you control a little Chinese fella in a in an internet cafe. <laughs> oh, where's this going? Oh and you've got to you've got to time your breaks and go for a poo and eat stuff. What, like an ITS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have to control lo- lots of them at once? That'll be brilliant. <laughs> Let's start doing this. Yeah. I pick men. What Tamagotchi? Oh, get, Tamagotchi. Oh, he's yeah. got four poos. You get ganked <laughs> by. A new <laughs> FPS. Like checking at, check at the end of the day at school. Oh no, he's got four poos. He's about to die. <laughs> oh, 
Just you. I threw my Tamagotchi out the window. Oh. A high storied window as well. It annoyed me so yeah. much. You're not allowed to look after children. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Jackson. <laughs> it was my mother testing me out for a puppy. I never got one. <laughs> Probably just as well. Yeah, I got budgie yeah. instead. Oh, fuck. That's, that's good, That's though. all right. I if you throw that out, out of the window. Anyway, Tom. Yep, I've got some news here, and it's about The Dark Knight Rises, the new Batman film that's coming out, and the running time has minutes. been... Um, has been released and it is going to be 164 minutes and 27 wow. seconds long. That's even longer than The Dark Knight, which popped in at 152 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's the longest running film in the trilogy um, and it's going to be a 12A. Mm. Um, and what that's about it. So. Mm? Oh, they're all 12A. They're all 12As, right? I think, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, Dark Knight got a lot of complaints, though. It's yeah. the most complained about film that year to the BBFC. Why? Because yeah. it's, it's quite violent. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of dodgy stuff. Twelve-year-old children. 12, take kids 12 along. To, to oh, take kids. Oh, I yeah. see. It was a twelve-a. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've I've got an update on that story. Without the end credits, it's forty-five minutes long. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, fuck off, all of you. <laughs> so, I mean, are you bothered by that extra no. long running no. time, or is that better? That's good news, I think, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because it's the end of the 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 legacy. I'm sure it's as long as it needs to be for that story. Because well, Christopher Nolan keeps saying the touch points for this movie are things like Gone with the Wind and Doctor Shivago, like big sweeping Hollywood epics. So you need a long running time to I create that effect. Fucking wait! It's not long now. I'm so you excited. got Alex, Alex has a little papercraft version of himself with a little Batman suit on on his desk. Oh, did we I mention those last week? Uh, no, I don't think we did. Jumping Jipingo. We- weirdly, through the post, we just got these like uh, papercraft disassembled versions of ourselves, me, Tom, and Alex, in the post, and we didn't really understand because we were quite frightened. Obviously, if you get a little version of yourself in the post, but then when you, it's part of a game called Jumping Jipingo, and they like googled pictures of people, like journalists, and then just sent papercraft versions. So there's a little square. Square-headed Alex on his desk right now, wearing a little Batman suit. There is a gallery of photos from those little yeah. uh, box people on uh, Facebook. They're so facebook.com forward slash IGNUK. It's the way they got the clothes right that was a bit creepy, though. Yeah, it's, it was weird. I don't know why I've got Mario on my chest, though. That's, uh, maybe because you really sure. like Mario? Uh, uh, maybe I'm just influential I mean, ba- in Mario because he really cloud. likes Batman. Yeah. yeah, but Alex really likes ba- Batman. Yeah. But the thing is, what kind of... Um, the film's so long. You know, these people are going to all-nighters yeah. and double bills. By the time they get to that movie, the one that they really want to see, mm. not enough. They will have no feeling in their arse. Yeah, they could die. They could like die. In a Chinese get, I internet cafe. I couldn't do that. Cafe. I couldn't do that. I would have to wear high compression socks because of DVT. Yeah. Oh my god. Speaking of which, I've just got an email, literally an email that's just come in saying. Please reply if you'd like to go to the multimedia screening of the Dark Knight right. Rises. Can we take a on minute? Thursday, the nineteenth of May. What? When? That's wrong. What? It must be June. July. So we they're not screening it until two days before. That's the day We thought before. that's day what would happen, like Prometheus. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. All right, Alex, calm down. Oh. Calm down. Okay. Calm Can down. we take a break okay. and reply now? We need a mop. That person's mailbox is going to crash today. Yes. Can I just also say we're giving away a pair of tickets to see Dark Knight on the 19th of July, um, and that's through our partner site, askmen.com. So if you go on there, you can also win a Toshiba laptop as well. Nice. So go on there and have a look. I'm so excited. Go on, then. Go on. Right, he's got some more news. Daniel Kruper's got more news. Mm, bit of news about Halo 4. This sounds like the most boring news ever. All right, <laughs> brilliant. Fucking bother then. Next news. No, go on, go on. What is it? What does it mean? Go on, go on. What does it mean? Well, Tom. Well, I don't know what I'm it means. Being, well, listen more. Um, if you want to play Halo 4's multiplayer, you need 8 gigabytes worth of memory on your Xbox. Wow. There but. you go. So what it does sucks. That mean? That's more than most people have. Well, it not sucks most, if more you have like have. one of the original Xboxes, like I do, with only twenty gigabytes, and most that's filled up with games I've downloaded. Or if or you bought it an sucks arcade even more if you have a core arcade or four gig model. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. you'll have to play using. You'll either have to buy an official um, Microsoft hard mm. drive, which costs a fortune, by the way. Yeah, yeah for what you get, good. or yeah. you can use an external flash drive. But for the optimum experience, Microsoft obviously recommends getting a hard drive. Well, and would. there's no way around it. No, you need it's that. It's compulsory yep. download. Do you know how much you need, how much game will give you for a second hand in cash for a second hand Xbox Core? I looked this up yesterday. Yes, because I heard what you said. Twelve no pounds. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Twelve quid. It's what you get oh, for a second hand Xbox Core <laughs> or Arcade. Do you know anyone that owns an Xbox Core or Arcade though? All of my friends that I gave them to. 
Uh, I got a bunch of free ones a couple of years ago, and you're I like, just you're like them Daniel with his charges. Yeah, uh, <laughs> decadent. It's like the last why, days why of Rome. Why did you get a bunch of free Xboxes? <laughs> because basically, we had them in the office at my previous job years and years ago, and uh, we couldn't get rid of them because no one wanted them. So I gave them Nobody to friends. Xbox. Not what? core. Yeah. Everyone Still. wanted the other ones with actual hard drives. So you mean, space. so you mean, Computer Exchange didn't want them because they'd want them. You could have taken them there. Yeah, but we can't sell stuff you get for free, can you? Yes, you can. Okay, <laughs> that's right, where all good. our shit keeps going. Yeah. Excellent. You give it away. That's what the, the monitor's gone in the quiz. office. Yeah, I'm probably going to go back outside yeah. after this, and my PC's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Halo Four isn't out until November six. But I guess Microsoft's getting this news out early, so people don't complain. At the Is last anybody minute. excited about Halo Four? And that people can save up for their hard drives. I, I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm a bit excited about Halo Four. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the space battles. I actually thought it looked good. I love E3. most things. I'm in not space. a massive Halo fan, but. I thought the E3 showing was good. I was a massive Halo 1 fan and a moderate Halo 2 fan, and then I just stopped. Hey, I didn't enjoy I Halo 3 2. Was oh, yeah, it made me stop. I don't think I enjoyed mm. it. I like the multiplayer. was good, though. And I got bored of Reach. I played ODST. That was fine because it was only about five hours long. Mm. But yeah, Halo 4 has got spaceships in it. So ODST, the, the kind of city stuff in ODST was just so average. Yeah, but it had Nathan Fillion in it. I just think Halo looks really generic. Well, it does yeah. because everything a, copied it. Yeah, well, But still... Like it's, it was, it was the original. It was the original space. But even the game. idea of the Halo is ripped from. Science yeah, for, I remember reading. Like, a, as Ringworld. I remember by reading Larry Niven. I remember reading a really angry um, thing on I think it was io9.com or something, just being like all the things that Halo steals from other sci-fi things that nobody knows about because yeah, it's like No one's read Larry Niven. But then you know, Star Wars stole everything. Yeah, yeah. from myth and legend. Thank you, Joseph Campbell. Okay. What? And Kurosawa. <laughs> What's the Kurosawa film with the two droids? It's like that droids are Fortress? Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? It's really good. Yeah, I watched it because of the Star Wars thing. It's actually a really good film. A lot of Kurosawa movies are really, really good. Yeah. Anyway, Let's move on. Let's move on from black and white Japanese So guys, cinema. you know how everybody, everybody has been going on and on and on about how much they want a Final Fantasy VII remake? Stuart has. Yeah. Every day yeah. he comes in I know. On Where's my Final Fantasy VII? Well, we're not getting it. Okay. But we are getting a re-release of it on PC, including oh. achievements for you mm. to compare with your friends. Well, like Steam, Steam achievements? Or? It's not Steam, actually. It's going to be available exclusively through the Square Enix online shop. Exclusively? Exclusively. It's interesting, though. So because what sort of achievements are there, then? Uh, I don't know. It just There's 36 of them, I think. Yeah, 36 achievements that you can compare with friends online. So that's the online aspect they were talking about. And yeah, a, and there's also um, there's two other things that are weird. One's cloud saving, so that's which is obvious. which also functions as a synopsis. Oh, very good. There you go. Very good. And then the second edition is character booster, which apparently allows you to increase your HP, MP, and guild to maximum with the click of a button. That's microtransaction, kind of paying for it. I wonder if it is. I don't know. Well, that would be that would be really hilarious uh, if it was better graphics or anything. No, else. basically same graphics, unfortunately. <laughs> better Which graphics. Is it says it says well. you need you need a gigabyte of RAM to run it. <laughs> Which, considering that the PlayStation One had about what three bits <laughs> of RAM, I don't know. Does anyone it know it what just PlayStation had three? Three. You just said three. Um, but yeah, they're re- they're releasing it again. It's going to cost about seven ninety nine, if rumors are to be believed. Seven ninety nine. It's quite pricey. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's it's a bit of a shame it's not re- re-released like a proper... You've remake. never played it, so how would you know? You've never completed it? I haven't completed it, no. It's no. one of my gaming I started games. playing it, and I couldn't really, I think once you've passed the time... Like, once you've been... You weren't there, man. I, mean, yeah. I tried to play it in about 2004, and I just, you know, the random battles were so... Oh, I hate random battles. I'm so glad they don't exist anymore in JRPGs. Well, largely. Just in real life. Yeah. <laughs> On your way to the desk. Oh, uh, a wild ratata has appeared. <laughs> not that always again. happens near the court stand. <laughs> So yeah, is anyone going to buy that Final Fantasy VII on PC? I am because I need to play it. Anyone? No. Else? Alex, I'm going to hold out that. for the remake. Yeah, I'm. The, I'm not a JRPG fan. You know that. I think the day they do an actual Final Fantasy VII remake is the day they might as well say goodbye to Final Fantasy. It's basically just admitting they'll never do anything as good again. That's what they said. Isn't it? Yeah, that's what they said. It is what they said. It's why they're not Final doing Fantasy it. complete. Mm. Last bit of news, Stuart. Hey, you know how three years ago everybody loved Buzz the Quiz? Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo have <laughs> decided that it's time for more quiz. Hooray! And uh, they're bringing out <laughs> Quiz Party, uh, which is coming to the Wii on the 27th of July, five days after my birthday, if anybody wants to get me a, a gift. 
What? Why are we doing this bit? <laughs> I don't know, really. I think it's because it mentions it's Roy Tom. Walker. Yeah. Tom? It's I'm good. Joking, joking, are you yeah. saying? Oh, it's good, but it's not Tom. right. Tom. Mr. Chips. What's he doing? He's laughing. Tom, the organiser <laughs> and leader <laughs> of the IGN pub quizzes, questioning why the quiz of question. quizzes. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Fuck me till I fart. <laughs> is that what he says? What? Yeah, it is. Uh, so there you go. That's that. Does anybody know who Rufus Hound is? Yes. yes. Right, dickhead. Do you not remember the story about Rufus Hound at the Nintendo Mario Kart party? <gasps> this is... Well, apparently he's now hosting a series of family game tournaments at HMV stores around the country, my emails just Yay. told me. What was the story about him at the party? He was at the Mario Kart party. He was There was a roped-off VIP area on the dance floor, so it wasn't like hidden Brilliant. away. It was, And he was sat on his own in the VIP area, sat on his own, playing on his DS, um... Quite a lot of people there, and then two people from the only way is Essex in went into the VIP area, so they just started talking because they're celebrities together. Yeah, that's it was what really they weird. Do. Everyone was watching them like like the worst <laughs> tropical fish tank you've ever seen. Was it in the middle of the dance floor? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were like, there. I wasn't there. I wasn't oh, at that weren't. party. I really wish I was. Yeah, <laughs> it was odd. And then Neil from the Inbetweeners, and he got up to dance. dance and everyone, do the dance, do the dance. He didn't do the dance, and everyone booed him. <laughs> really. Because apparently Rufus Hand is moving away from, from comedy. Good. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't know yeah, he could get, get any further away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, boom, boom. Thanks. Yeah, so that's who Rufus Hand is. Sorry. Okay. Just derailed that. No, no, it's fine. He does we've, a cracking troll we've impression. done news now. It's time for Trade Out Time Bar. What is it, Tom? I don't know. What is Trade Out Time Bar? It's Trailer <laughs> of the Week, isn't it? Is that what we do at this point? Yes. Good. In case you haven't listened before. What is our favourite trailer of the week, Alex? What's Jack, Jack Reacher? But I have no idea what the heck Jack What's Reacher is. What's a Jack is. Reacher, Tom? A Jack Reacher is a man. <laughs> He's in a movie He's about a man. himself. It's, uh, just it's, t- it's just a Tom Cruise movie. Oh. It's Tom Cruise in a movie. Beating Tom Cruise people. is 50 this week. Happy birthday, Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's not the best way sport, to celebrate. But yeah. You're still fucking awesome. And as demonstrated by this trailer, which we're going to watch now. All of these movies, Paramount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that ended like a few years ago. What is it? United Artists is his thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's Lions for Lamps is that. I can't see it now. Yeah, you... oh, I can't see it either. I can see it. It's kind of cool. Six pack. But it's kind of like that old man six pack. It's not nice. Like Mission Impossible 4. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? He doesn't care about the law. He's a brilliant line in Infinite, yeah. He only cares about what's right. About old man. He has the creepy wiriness, wiriness of an old man he who still exercises regularly. You can't protect me. It's a gear stick. Huh. <laughs> no, I wonder at that point what he's no, doing. He's got a headlight out. You get pulled up for that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's the name of the movie, Tom Cruise. I am not a hero. Yep. Hello. Interesting. If you're smart, that scares you. Well, because I have nothing to lose. Wow, Jack Reach. You ready for some punching? Here we go, punching and punching. You wanted this. Batman. Really? <laughs> there you go. Oh, you Hang on, is it called Tom Cruise, Jack Reacher, sure, or December. December? I'm not sure. I think Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Can we make Tom a f- Cru- should we make a film called Tom's Cruise? Right, should we, according to Wikipedia, Jack Reacher mm. is from the novels by Lee Child. There's been quite a few of them now. Physical appearance, according to Wikipedia, of Jack Reacher. Six foot five. Yeah. 50 inch chest yeah. Tick. between 210 250 pounds Tick. ice blue eyes and dirty blonde hair well that's Tom Cruise isn't it it's just, uh, what brilliant casting got Will Smith yeah. yeah I should have had Val Kilmer does Val Kilmer still exist <laughs> <laughs> is he still a thing is he extant I I don't know what that film's about I don't know I think no. just it's they sell that trailer is just like is Tom Cruise in the movie yeah. doing Tom Cruise stuff yeah Top grossy actor for the last 12 months. Highest paid actor, yeah. Who's the grossest actor? John uh, Goodman. also him. Yeah. Who? What? Okay. Isn't he dead? No. Is John Goodman dead? No. 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 
No. It was in The Artist, wasn't it, last year? Oh, that's oh. right, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've no idea what that film's about. Um, no. Have you not read the book? Does he still have it, though? Who, Tom Cruise? Yeah. Even the music sounds a bit Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Yeah. It's like, every Tom Cruise film you've ever seen before rolled into one. Yeah. It didn't I, look particularly exciting, did it? No, but... Plus, I the writing think, was so cliche. I don't know it was a trailer, but still. Yeah. I th- I th- going on Mission Impossible 4, I still think he can he can still do that. Like, he can still run around and beat people up, yeah. even at 50. And he can, I still think he can carry that's a movie. He's so good at running. He's running in films. <laughs> there all, there's, there's a 10-minute sequence in Mission Impossible 4 that's just him running. Yeah. Too much running. Running, no, running. No, remember not the not criticisms? Enough. Not enough. Was it not enough running? Was that the criticism? Not for me. Not enough impossible backs. missions. Just to film around this treadmill. The mission wasn't do. impossible. Jack Treadmill. Would you be happy with that? Yeah. <laughs> Jack Treadmill. <laughs> Doesn't he work for PlayStation? Who <laughs> <laughs> would win in a fight between Jack Tretton and Reggie? <laughs> Jack Tretton is quite a lot smaller, but I reckon he's packed a punch. I reckon he's a brawler. I reckon he's a biter yeah. as well. Yeah, 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 he's a gouger. In water. He's a peer out of nowhere. And with like a banana. With a banana. <laughs> <laughs> with his leather jacket, and then put the collar up, and he walk out and he goes, E3, done. <laughs> And then E3 would just explode behind him as nice. he's walking Are away. As he, puts a, as he puts a pair of sunglasses on. Da-da. That's right. a good look. Yeah. So that was Jack Reacher. Did we actually talk about it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't well, know. We, there was nothing really to talk no, about. Wasn't it? it does look completely it's forgettable. Not, it's the world's most generic trailer. But those books have got a big following, haven't they? Indeed they do. British writer as well. Writing mm. about American cops. Dan Kilby doing it. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you oh, know what? He'd be, be a really good Jack Reacher apart from his smile. Why? Why? Jack Reacher doesn't smile. Oh, yeah. He has no mouth. Uh. Has anyone seen the pictures of Dan Kilby's holiday? <laughs> let's not even go That's there. Let's not, not go there. All right, let's not. Should we not? Should we not <laughs> I thought your comment him? was quite funny about a package holiday. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, the talking point this week is Guy Guy. You have to pronounce I it I called like it. That for called authenticity. It. He did, did call you? it. Did call it. Yep. So anyone would buy Guy Kai because this. Bye, Guy Kai. Bye, Guy Kai. Because it sounds Japanese. <laughs> Brilliant. Is that why? That's what they always do. Top Brilliant. analyst. You're basically Michael Pacto. <laughs> analyst. Who's going to buy uh, on live based on their name? New one. Um, Philip Schofield and Sarah Green. Brilliant. <laughs> and Holly Gordon. <laughs> no one listening to this. That's one for our international audience. Wow. That's live and kicking. So, <laughs> what are the details? Uh, who wrote the story? Didn't you write the story? Oh, you wrote the story, Kirsten. Andrew did Goldfarb did, but I wrote a thing on Goldfarb? it. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Someone yeah. cut that out and sent Sony, it to Andrew Goldfarb. Sony bought it like for $380 million. That's quite a lot considering Sony don't have much money. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering Sony's quite badly in debt, that's pretty impressive. They could have bought half Instagram for that. I know. That would have been a good sound investment. Yeah, sound investment. <laughs> Well, they could have bought. Um, this is about the same price as Rare paid for, as Microsoft paid for Rare back in two thousand three. That went brilliantly. So. That, yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't for wait for the next Kinect sports game. Exactly. How much? Three hundred and seventy million at the time, which is probably like four hundred million. How now. much did Zynga pay for OGM OMG Pop? Oh, loads. How much was that? Something? Oh, that was about five hundred million, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's a ridiculous, Ooh, that's unbelievable. Is it, it's, it's just like the dot com bubble, isn't it? People are everyone... just making stupid money off. Was that the same way that everybody stopped playing Draw Something? Is that yeah? Has everyone uninstalled that? Yeah. Yes. I remember. Yes. I remember. Yeah. Someone was like, "Hey, remember that game we were all playing for about a week a month ago? Zynga have just paid five hundred million for it." Well, yeah. And they yeah. make a TV show of it. But what's the what's the story with Gaikai? Because that seems like a fairly sound investment, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, just to, just million? to explain what Gaikai is, it's like on live. It's a cloud gaming service. So basically, it streams games to like your browser or your tablet or your Android phone or whatever, and you can play games without actually having to have the console or the thing. Um, and it means in Japanese, guys. Gaikai, yeah. wide ocean. Yeah, open ocean. Open ocean. Yeah. So the idea, so we think the idea is they're going to do what what. Um, <laughs> Uh, is it Samsung have done? Well, on their yeah. smart TVs, you can get Gaikai on your smart TV. So yeah. Sony are probably going to do the same on their yeah. smart TVs. Also, like if you if you I mean if you kind of let, get carried away on the wave of the future, wave. Imagine yeah, wave. Lever. that um, they might use it in the PlayStation Four to eliminate, for instance, the need for backwards compatibility. Didn't, just, they, didn't like, they eliminate backwards compatibility? Yeah, exactly. In the PlayStation. Clever, well, clever, isn't it? Bring out your PlayStation 3. Yes, you can play your old games on it. Oh, no, you can't anymore. We've decided you can't. But we've bought a company and you can now download this software and we'll charge you extra for the games that you already own so you can play them now. That's basically what it's going to be like. Brilliant. I, I love the backwards compatibility saga of the PS3. Came mm. out, had hardware compatibility, then they downgraded it to software, then they took it away, then everyone complained so they put it back. That's basically it. 
So anyway, that will stop all that from happening, but you might have to buy old games again, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's all speculation at this point. What they should do, if you've actually got a physical copy of the game, like a PlayStation or a PS2 game, and you put it in your PS3 and, you, and you've downloaded the Geico app, they should just let you play that game. Because oh, you've got this game, you've bought it already, here, play it. I've been saying this about books. I reckon there should be an ISBN scanner on Kindles so that you can scan in the books that you already own physically. Imagine if you went again. to the library, though. You could fucking imagine have thousands of books. Warstones. Warstones. Boom. Yeah. Barcode battlers. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember barcode battlers. What was barcode battlers? It was like... I don't know, it was like a weird game. It was, it was around the same time as Tamagotchi, but it was like a scanner that you went around and you scanned barcodes and, and it gave monsters. you like little like, almost like Top Trump type things That's and right, then you'd yeah. battle them against yeah. each other. Was, oh, I remember that it would generate like a little monster or something, wouldn't it? I don't think what it was just, it? It was just it, numbers. Yeah, it was just numbers. It was just numbers. <laughs> That's rubbish. That's so bad. This was the gamification of Tom's job in Sainsbury's. <laughs> we so, I, was, I was working in a store at the time and we sold hundreds of those barcode battlers hundreds of them in the space of a couple of weeks and then once again it just went and it's nobody kids, bothered it anymore kids aren't interested in anything for longer than about two weeks no. yeah Pokemon lasted about but, six months I seem to remember at school but it might Digimon have lasted Digimon as well that Digimon was so lame um, it was really lame anyway you also Andrew House this week has, um, I was too young too, Andrew too House for Yu-Gi-Oh Andrew House has got a good name um, he took over from Kaz said that this will come to you know you said but it will come to it's absolutely within the frame is the phrase he used that Gaikai will come to other Sony products. Yeah. So I want consider how many Sony products that could be used for. Kettles. And Sony toasters, don't do kettles. Do no, they don't. Do they do any kind of... No kitchen appliances at all, Daniel. Well, they should. Because when you're waiting for your <laughs> toast and little egg to be made, you could play Tomb Raider. Little egg? Yeah. I only like a little egg. A quail's egg. <laughs> That's what we have up north, quail's Toast eggs. Toast and a quail's egg. It'd be good if you could play it on Sony tablets, wouldn't it? Because then when yeah. you're waiting for your... You could play it while you're waiting for your PS3 to update. It would be good. Be that will, it, it, could, it could eliminate the need for updating as well. Mm. Um, and also, like, it, it could possibly mean that the PlayStation 4 might be the last console you ever have to buy. If Sony actually manages to direct its like resources to making this technology good yeah. and working... Because mm-hmm. at the moment, online is fine, but it's kind of... It's got lots of problems. Like, we've all played with online, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem is that when you're playing like Driver San Francisco, A, you don't want lag, and B, you want a lovely big HD game on your huge telly, not a kind of muddy streamed version that downgrades the graphics so that you can play it. Mm. So, I mean, that's the problem with OnLive. I don't know about Gaikai. Uh, so you'd think someone like Virgin would be getting on this. If, if, you know, if they're kind of putting really fast fibre optic cables in around the country, it would be absolutely ideal. If you've got a 50 meg internet connection come into your house and Virgin say oh you know here's the box you can watch TV you can record TV oh yeah and you can play every video game that's ever been invented for a, for a monthly fee it's yeah. a no brainer why don't they do it yeah and also uh, smart TVs mm. like or, already Gaikai have it. we're not sure what's happening to the Samsung TVs because that yeah, was Gaikai well, that was providing that, that. Yeah. that or maybe just Sony will make money out of it yeah. Sony will be like ha Samsung you must use our proprietary technology mm. but th- this is the big deal like, I mean cloud gaming ever since Ever since it first kind of became a thing in about 2009, everyone's been like, this is going to be big at some point. And I mm. think this is going to mark the point at which it accelerates and starts being like a kind of real driving force. Well, the, the rumour is that Microsoft is working on something internally like its own. This is why it hasn't bought or, yeah. on live is because it's working on its own. Well, if they make their own one, it'll be shit, won't it? It won't work. <laughs> well, through Windows like, the Microsoft, yeah. like the Microsoft Surface during the, its presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a bit painful. Just uh, I can easily browse my. Uh, I can easily browse my, uh, jabbing it <laughs> as it locks desperate up. Desperate finger, and he has to get a new one. Oh, I imagine. So, what do we think about Gaikai though? Are we, does anyone have any reservations? Well, I like saying it. Yeah. Once that's again, uh, do you, I, I I don't like not having physical things. You know, I like being able to put a disc in and knowing I own that and knowing nobody can take that disc away from me. Thing is, if 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 we're looking down the line, he's going to be the future, mm. right? Mm. So well, yeah, for I mean, a subscription fee, if you could play any PlayStation game from the last fifteen years, that's what I imagine. I imagine amazing. the play, I imagine the PlayStation Store, and instead of them having to spend years trying to port stuff, yeah, they can just because have it. I think it's farcical at the moment. Like for instance, if you're a kid and you want to play a game that you've read about, that you say you buy a new game, and one of its major influences is an old game. If you're Ico, on, for yeah, and you don't own the original PlayStation, there's a massive monetary obstacle to playing that game in its original format. And the analogy is, it's like saying you want to read David Copperfield and you have to go out and find a first edition. Yeah. That's crazy. But if this comes into an effect and you pay a monthly subscription, I don't know, £20 a month, or maybe not even as much as that, and you can play that game instantly, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. 
But then how does that money filter back to the people who made it? This is the thing, because it's copyright. Yeah. There will have to be a deal. I don't know what that is. I mean, OnLive had, had a deal with about 50, about 50 publishers, that's right. That might not be right, but a lot of the big ones are, are you know, offering their games through OnLive. But you have to pay for the game. Could be subsidised by heavy advertising. Well, that's what Gaikai does at the moment. They basically, like, offer offer it through, like, an Playing Tomb model. Raider and Lara's branded up like an F1 driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's just got... <laughs> cigarette yeah. brands everywhere. Yeah. Nike on her face. So, did you... Re- <laughs> pardon? <laughs> oh, right. Uh, so, do you really think that the, the PlayStation 4 could even be, like, a dumb terminal? I don't think the PlayStation 4 the will be, thing but be. maybe so the PlayStation get, 5 will be. You buy, like, a TV, and that's also the PlayStation 5. Mm. Yeah, like, I mean, Dave Perry, who's the handsome proprietor of Gaikai, um, he, he basically thinks that in... 10 years or maybe even 5 years all TVs will just come with a controller and that'll be that which is a bit ambitious if you ask me but the thing is also Sony stands to lose a lot if they give up Blu-ray now Yeah. so I reckon it will be years before there's even the possibility of like physical media free gaming but I reckon that for older games and for the Playstation Store and stuff like that maybe not for new stuff but for older stuff this is genius because also you don't have quite so much like processing power to worry about there do you oh, so, that's true yeah, yeah so you can, mm. you can stream a PS1 game and even if it looks a bit shit it's fine because it always did then you know Sony we're, we're already looking at Sony have, um, in the last cu- couple of months they've brought out their first kind of domestic 4K projector really yeah yeah set you back £16,000 but it's a full 4K image now of course the next question is where are we going to get the software for that where are we going to get you know how are we going to physically access that kind of information wow. Because, you know, there's obviously there's four times the amount of information you get on a Blu-ray. What can you even project through that at this point? At this point, high-end PCs. Right. Yeah, really high-end PCs, but that's about it. So, you know, that is that is the same kind of quality that, that, that a lot of cinemas use is 4K. So. And that one channel on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> is there a YouTube on... 4K channel? Yes, there is. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Quite astonishing. Just cat videos. Yeah. Oh, 4K. Man. Really, really high res Mario jumping into boxes. <laughs> you can see every hair on his little face. <laughs> I'd be very happy about so that. So the future's very exciting, isn't it? That's uh, yeah. what we've that's what we've gleaned from this. The yeah, I mean let great. us know what you think about the Gaikai yeah. acquisition by Sony. They also said it's not just for PlayStation, right? No, it's yeah, gonna be for like TVs, other boxes. Sony products. Walkmans. Yeah. Yeah. Walkman, CD, CD Mans. Trainers. Brilliant. Trainers. Sony yeah. trainers? Mini disc. Mini disc. Yeah. What um, happened to mini disc? What was the deal with that? I remember one girl in my school had one. I had a mini disc player. I loved it. Brilliant. Yeah. All, still all good for songs, capturing hard seventy of the songs. Solid on state disc. memory, aren't they? They're still quite reliable for. Well, they're not solid state though, are they? They're, they're disc based. But yeah, I mean for capturing audio and things like yeah, that. Yeah, very they're, good. They're, I mean, a lot of professional outfits still use them for, yeah. for audio capture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're great. Love them. Um, yeah, but let us know what you think about mini disc and the future of mini disc uh, on Let's IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. So from the real future to quite close and stuff that's out next week. What is out games-wise? A couple of weird games. We've got um, The Secret World, which is EA's uh, MMO that nobody seems particularly impressed with at the moment. It had some quite cool concept art. Yeah. Quite scary it's concept It's had some art. cool concept art. That's what we can there say about go. that. Um, really be like an Illuminati. Beat the Beat Rhythm Paradise. This is really, really good. America got it last year. Last year? Oh, no. In January, America got it. And it's a Wii rhythm game you know rhythm paradise yeah really really funky cool little games like rhythm action mini game stuff but they're they're so funny they're great a lot of people were calling it you know the Wii swan song yeah i would buy that because it basically reminds me of all those weird games i bought for the Wii back in 2006 and 7 tap it oh tap tap what was it called was it called it was called tap it wasn't it was it just called tap it yeah and you had to put the thing on the box do you know what that was so brilliant that was awesome the Wii was great it had a lot of really weird games at the beginning. I'm mm. writing a big Wii retrospective at the moment um, that's going to go up some point in the next few weeks. Did you call it the Wii retrospective? Why does would that you work? do that? No, no. It doesn't really work, does it, no, Tom? No. It's not brilliant. We came, we saw. Weastful. We <laughs> sold millions of consoles. Yeah, it works. It's there. <laughs> yeah. It's very SEO friendly as well. Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, there were loads of weird games like that at the beginning. Weird games. Yes. Wow. I'm just what, Tom, 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 this has been going for years. Are you doing your David Brent? Can I think of another one? Ooh, what's it with Wee in? Uh, <laughs> what else, Kez? And Theat Rhythm Final Fantasy. Theat. Isn't what? it Theatre Rhythm? I know, but I like Theat. Theat Rhythm. Theat Rhythm. That's just the, the idea. Fiat Rhythm. That's, that's what the Katakana says. <laughs> the Fiat Rhythm. Theat Rhythm Final Fantasy. <laughs> Hard for everyone to say. <laughs> Even Japanese Even people. Even Japanese people can't say that. Okay. Um, 
Anyway, that's like a celebration of 25 years of Final Fantasy in musical, cute little musical format. Again, good, good, good week for weird little rhythm games. I'm a fan of. And other than that, is there anything else out? Can I give a shout out to Thomas Was Alone, which is oh, the, God, yeah. the the little uh, platformer game by uh, Mike Bithell, who works at Bossa Studios, because it's a little indie game and people should play it. It's a little platformer and it's really cool. So the one you were playing in the that. office? Yeah, I'm going to be reading that. Yeah. It's like five quid or something and yeah. it looks super awesome. So check it out. Also, this came out a while back, but I also reviewed Applejack 2 this week, which is a game that costs 68p from Xbox Live Indie. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Buy that. It's really good. It's I've cute. I've got 68p, Stars so yeah. Yeah, like that's all you've got. I might get two copies. Yeah. Cool. Oh, extravagant. I was going to do the math then, but I can't make it math. So he wants to know what's in the cinemas this week. <laughs> what about films? What films are on? What can I go see? Great hell. The Amazing Spider-Man is the big film out this week. Daniel, you've seen it. You were uh, whelmed. I was whelmed. Yeah, I'm a big Spider-Man fan, and I thought it was good but i think i'm predisposed to liking it more than your average person so i think most people think it was it's okay it didn't really run in the box office in the states yeah, though it's got okay Great reviews guns. but yeah. it's got mm. some dodgy cgi isn't spider-man a brit in it yep yeah. Andrew all garfield the, all, well, what's, what's all the superheroes are british technically he's half american half british because oh, really? he's born all in the america superheroes are british. Nationality. superman's british batman's british welsh yeah. oh he's welsh yeah. what's his what's his accent then do they'll put it's on american well we've seen social network oh andrew garfield plays eduardo the guy who gets screwed over by zuckerberg yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, a uh, great actor. Um, did you see? Spy. Did you see Shortlist today? Yeah, with the, yeah. With the Superman, and and it's it, it's ribbed. Yeah, it's ribbed for your comfort. Varnished. Ribbed yeah. for your comfort. That's Spiderman. That's the tagline for the movie. Yeah. Ribbed for your pleasure. Um, also out this week, if you want to see Katy Perry in 3D, no. she's got a movie out. Um, I would like to see Katy yeah. Perry 3D. Gloves, are they also ribbed? Possibly. Uh, why are you thinking about his? Slinging his uh, web. Uh, what? Uh, what's happened? Uh, what's happened? Total Recall, the original, <laughs> is back out in cinemas for a week as well. Um, but Anybody, my favourite. Are you going to go and see that? I'd quite like to. Yeah. I haven't seen it for a long time. Mm, so. I'll be very limited. Really. Add that on Laserdisc. And then just a film I'm going to mention because I like the title. You've been trumped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's about, but I like the sound of it. Um, listen now. Feedback time. Yeah. Uh, the first <laughs> that was quick. It's time for listener feedback, everybody. Alex Holloway says, Hi guys, what have your own disappointments been in gaming or film in this year so far? I think mine has to be Diablo 3. I realised the other day I hadn't played it in weeks and I didn't miss it at all. I was looking forward to it so much as well. On the flip side, I just saw Prometheus at the cinema last week. A few niggles with a few things, but one of my favourite films of the year. I think we covered this last week, didn't we? Or the other week. But Mass Effect 3, I think, was a bit of a disappointment. That's my biggest disappointment of this year so far. I'm getting deja vu. I think I also said Mass Effect 3. I think that's also because expectations... But I'd say Prometheus on the flip side, he said he liked it. I still oh, think that yes. was a huge, huge, huge disappointment. disappointment. Um, and maybe Spider-Man for you, perhaps. Or yeah, were you my expectations that? were fairly moderate going into that. I right. didn't really expect it to be that, all that. All that. Um, it oh, weren't, um, weren't all that. The latest season of Mad Men has been a massive disappointment. But really? I've heard mixed things. Yeah. picked up towards the end. Picked but, up towards the end, but, but still not nowhere near the lofty heights. No. Seasons one to four. No. Um, next bit of feedback from Matthew. Theriot. Sorry if I've mispronounced that. Theatre Rhythm. I must certainly have. <laughs> can't say it. Can't say it. Um, if you could play any game with any celebrity, what game would that be and who would the celebrity be? Oh, we, we said this last week. We were asking people to, for their suggestions. Right, okay. Because we had Noel Clark playing right. Modern Warfare. I wasn't okay. Anyway, he says um, he played the upcoming SimCity with Nick Offerman on the condition that he stay in character as Ron Swanson. That's a Parks and Rec joke. Which so, I um, haven't watched. Which none of us have watched, so, but we thought we'd include it anyway. It's meant to be really good, though, isn't it? Yeah, Parks so and Rec. I've heard. Mm. Uh, mind Dump. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just read his name and it's Mind Dump. So, hi, Mind Dump. Horrible parent. Uh, he would like to play Uncharted with Harrison Ford, obviously, and also any shooter with Bruce Willis. I wouldn't. Harrison Ford looks shit at it. He looks like other games, yeah. Harrison Ford just looks shit now, doesn't he? As a bonus, he likes <laughs> shit does. with an earring. Yeah. Oh, God, the earring's so embarrassing. It's like Elvis Costello with a beard. He's all right without a beard. Put him in a beard, he's rubbish. Put him in a beard? Yeah. Put, Put him in, beard. in your beard. <laughs> Ooh, Elvis Costello in my beard, imagine. Just bring him out. Hello. It's gone, gone wrong. He'd also like Morgan Freeman to narrate everything he does when he's gaming. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably a good shout. That's not bad. Hello. He tries to recalibrate. In a Mrs. Fire voice. My name's Paul and I'm from Reigns or the Bloody Time Aberdeen. Just wanted to write to say thanks for keeping me entertained over the past few months with your top-notch podcast. Does that sound like an Aberdeen accent? It's not Aberdonian. Uh, You're going a bit too far west there. Yeah, well, you guys make my boring job just that bit bearable. I leave you with a haiku. <laughs> IGN. Like B and Q. 
No one knows what the bloody letters stand for. There you go. Is that technically a haiku? Well I didn't, I he didn't divide it. it up. He didn't divide it up. My no. last bit of feedback here is from Tom Godden. My name is Tom. And I, I am funky. <laughs> we know that, Tom. We know I have been Tom. eager to attend a pub quiz. However, not that many of my friends are devoted gamers. Is there any way to contact others to hopefully join a team with vacancies? My IGN is a bit too expansive to narrow down other IGN UK fans with the same dilemma. So do you have any suggestions? Thanks for your help. Let's put it on the Facebook next time. I think, yeah, I think it's probably the best way of doing that because I get a lot of emails saying, can I enter a team? I'm only one person. And it's kind of like, no, not really. I wish I could help you, but... Priority goes to people who have already formed teams. But what I would suggest you do is when we post the story on Facebook, just put a message on there saying, I need other people for my team. Mm. Yeah, And then we can make the magic happen and we can put them together. So that's what we are. That's yeah. what we do, we make magic Magicians. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're magicians. That'd mm. be a good way to meet people as well, actually. Definitely. Yeah. Quite nice. Yeah. Definitely. Um, IGN Speed Day. If you want to find uh, Tom on my IGN, his blogs are under the name of Cowboy Cult. How are you spelling that? Him. Can you imagine IGN Speed Day? C O L T or C O L T? Yeah. IGN Speed Day. Have you got that on the on the slate? Tom? Can we go now? <laughs> are we doing that? Tom's not a big fan. Tom's gagging. <laughs> He's literally gagging. That's not very nice, is it? That's what Tom does on speed dates. Yeah. Can we do IGN carbon yeah, dates? The person that sits down in front of him just goes. <laughs> Later. How do people get in touch with the show, Stuart? Oh, why don't you give us an email? IGN UK feedback at IGN.com. Well, there's then Twitters and Facebooks that the kids are raving about. Yeah, you're you on Twitter at Stuart. IGN UK. Yeah, we're all on the Twitters, aren't we? I'm what? the underscore Stuart underscore Reed. On, on Cloud, which measures your Twitter activity, what three topics are you most influential about, Stuart? Uh, I believe, isn't it war, misery, and diabetes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just fairly light-hearted. Mine's chocolate, zombies, and Jurassic Park. Stuart, war, famine, diabetes. Yeah, I don't know what mine are. Mine's like, uh, giraffe. You think? I think a giraffe, and then somebody put bondage trousers on there as a wow. hilarious. Wow, so, Stuart, you're one influential topic away from an apocalypse. I know it's great, isn't it? I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we're also all on Twitter with our own names. We're lucky. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. just my name, Cooper, Tom Butler. Although mm. yours is a bit awkward recently. Yeah, you really changed your you know, Twitter handle from Tom Butler with Tom. a H because that's yeah. that's pretentious, and I really wanted Tom Butler, but now I've got it, and now I keep getting loads of random messages from people thinking I'm their Tom Butler. But You've I'm been not. like messing around well, with some girls, Butler. boy. No, 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 and, and just someone else called Tom Butler. Somebody messaged Tom the other day, for like like talking to her like girlfriend or something. Shall I read them out? <laughs> yeah, yeah this is great. This it is genius. All started kicking off. All right, um, this is from the other night, so. With do, my do you want to get Stu to read it? Is it a DM? Actually, yeah. Get um, Stu to read it. Oh, I got a tweet from Gareth Jones as well. Gareth oh, Tom. Oh, Gareth Tom. Yeah, yeah, you retweeted his uh, the, the video I made. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, from the bottom up, this is from Claudia. Don't read the full handle out. No, of course not. Oh, there's three of them. fell out of my chair. I'm just going to clear this up. I don't know you, and TBH, I don't want to. I haven't even spoken to your girl. I don't even know her. So don't chat shit to my girl about I've been chatting to your girl. I don't even know her name. What you do in your relationship has nothing to do with me, so don't mention my name again. What you do behind her back is your problem, and about time you told her anyways. What? Yeah. Yeah. Is this some random Tom Butler then? That's well, been yeah. Talking to someone's also, also someone telling me that they're, they're not looking forward to tea in the park because it's going to rain. I'm not, I'm not even going to tea in the park, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Are you not going to have tea in the park? Yeah, well, that might be it. But yeah. Tom, is this how we find out you're actually a schizophrenic and you're actually leading it's, a double life? It's Fight Club. Whoa. It's Fight oh, Club. Spoiler. Ah. Oh. I think we're allowed to to spoil Fight Club now. It's been long enough. Oh, fair enough. What should people do the if they like the podcast? The do you know, if they like the podcast, they want to give us a big thumbs up and say yes. five stars, you crazy iTuneses. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's on iTunes, people. If you didn't understand, yeah. That what message. are you doing with Daniel's crutch? I'm just about to whack him with it. Okay, it's become something of a crutch. Yeah, and that's it. Thank you so much joke. for. Um, Whatever it was, yeah, listening to us. Yep, we'll Talk see you this time next week. Cocking balls. And next week we'll be back with more of the same. And Cock until and then, goodbye. Goodbye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Ready? Sexy band. Three, two, one. Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. This is podcast more near the home. Oh, sorry, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Easter egg. It's a Three, connect. two, 
one. Hello. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast, podcast 144. I am Alex and this week I'm joined by Keza. Hello. Daniel. Hello. Top Bands. <laughs> Hello. And Stuart Reed. Hello. How's it all going? Yeah, great. Are we doing anything special for IGN UK podcast number 150? Talk about that later. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're doing it in the nude. Are we? Yeah, mm. a live stream. I thought it was today. To Shit. Be honest, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that was a bit awkward, Daniel. No, I know. No, no, no one me. wanted to say anything. Especially on crutches. Mm. Yeah. Just I your one it. massive arm from <laughs> using that <laughs> one crutch. Oh. Uh, that's <laughs> not no one. Well, yeah, one of my legs has got a lot of exercise in the last six weeks. This is pathetic. Should we is start it? again? Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's good. Uh, but it's not as good as the 3DSX. Oh, God, that's like. <laughs> Alex, what the fuck are you doing? I can't speak. <laughs> right, back in the room. Okay, let's do it. Try not mention a podcast 150 this time. No. Okay. <laughs> no. no. Is that? No. I'm literally going to go straight into. So we've got 3DX. I can't fucking say it. 3DS XL. It's right there. 3DS XL. It's not there. 3DS XL. Oh, where's the, where's the 3DS, 3DS XL? It's on my desk because I was playing with it yesterday. Okay. Oh. We, we all know it? what it looks like. We we, we've, we've unboxed it. What we're going to yeah. do, do the noises on the thing. This is what it sounds like. We're done with it now. Brilliant. Clunk, clunk. Okay. <laughs> it's like a little horse. <laughs> <laughs> this is all gold. Why don't we... Why this in, this right, in. three, two, one. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.